Hey everybody, it's Charles from HumbleMechanic.com and today we're going to talk about how we remember how to put your car back together. This is episode 31 of the Humble Mechanic Podcast. This was a really fun episode to shoot and one that I think is worth going to YouTube and checking out the video. Now, you don't necessarily need to watch it, although I would appreciate it, but read through the comments because there's some incredibly good tips on staying organized and ways that you can also get better at remembering how to put things back together. You guys got me in the car today. We're talking about ways to stay organized and something I'll mention is this is really a mindset. It's a style of repair to repair things and take things apart in an organized, methodical way. And that really does help you get things put back together much easier. I've had so many times in my career where I couldn't remember how something went back together. Thankfully, working at the dealership, you almost always had another car not too far away that you could reference. But boy, wouldn't it have saved me a ton of time if I didn't have to do that. Real quick, before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you, if you like the show, like the work that I do here on the audio podcast or over on YouTube, you can support the show in a couple of ways. The best way is to join the crew membership program. When you become a crew member, you get exclusive content, discounts you can't get anywhere else to places like Adams Polishes, MT Knives, Eurowise, Sonic Tools, Eastwood, Black Forest Industries, and more. You'll also get access to the training manuals that I build for the VW Audi classes that I teach. These manuals and the class cost 355 bucks a pop, and you guys get them included with your crew membership. As always, there's a link over on the blog at humblemechanic.com. Also, you can check out the Patreon I set up. You guys asked me to do that, so you can throw some support there. Even a buck is really cool. The easiest, freest way is to use my Amazon link. Down at the bottom of every blog post, there is a recommended tool list. You could hit the link, check those out. You can also buy whatever you're going to buy anyway, and I get a little credit for it. All that does really help literally keep the lights on. All right, with that, Charles, let's do it. What I want to talk to you guys about today is how technicians remember where the heck everything goes when they're working on cars. This is probably like the fourth most asked question that I get when people ask me, you know, you're talking about what you do for a living and whatnot. People are typically asking, why is my car so expensive to maintain? Um, and, you know, things like that are, are usually what fill the conversation. But more often than not, I also get asked, how the heck do you guys remember where everything goes? And uh, so I'm gonna give you guys a little bit about how we do that today. First and foremost, it really comes down to working smart, and that's taking parts off in a logical order, keeping them ordered on your bench, um, you know, either working left to right, right to left, however you do it, it doesn't really matter as long as you're consistent and uh, in what you do. You know, depending on the job for me, um, I have very certain, certain ways that I do things, so I'll go step by step and I'll do it the same way every time. So for, for a professional, uh, that's one way we sort of we sort of keep that straight is that we just do it the same way every single time and you run into less issues. If you're a DIYer, that's a little tough because you may be not doing this repair over and over and over again. So you have to be even more, um, more aware of working smart and keeping organized while you work. Uh, another way, and this I did a lot when I was really early in my career, is to label everything. Um, some really good ways of labeling things, masking tape and writing on it with like a Sharpie marker uh, works fantastic. It's a good way to label um, things like coolant lines, fuel lines, air lines, so that you get them all back where, where they came from. We had a guy years and years and years ago that uh, I forget what repair he was doing. It was a fairly big job and he was fairly new at the time. 
and he wound up switching the coolant line and the fuel line. So he pumped a bunch of fuel into the coolant and uh, or it might have been the return line. Anyway, I remember we had to pump the gas tank out because the gas tank was full of coolant. So um, I, as you can imagine, that made the car run pretty poorly. So, you know, just put a piece of masking tape around it with a little pigtail on it and uh, and write down what it was for. You know, you could just put a C for coolant, F for fuel, A for air, anything like that will help. But uh, the more you label while you're taking everything apart, the better off you'll be, the easier it'll be going back together. That's actually something I wish I would have done a better job of when I was taking the engine out of the cabby, was labeling what all the electrical connectors were. So um, really important. Also using things like magnetic trays. Uh, I did a video about my top five favorite tools. That was definitely one of them for that exact reason. You know, you can use multiple trays to sort of cover different areas of the vehicle. If I'm doing a really big job, a lot of times I'll have a tray up on the top and a tray for the stuff underneath the car. Um, so if I'm under the hood, I'll have a tray for that. If I'm underneath, I'll have a tray for that. That way, those at least those stay separate and, um, you know, just less potential to get bolts mixed around and whatnot. So that, uh, that's, a, that's a way that I use probably more than anything. The other, like, really common way is to use uh, plastic bags or zip-top bags or little boxes or little cups or whatever and uh and keep your bolts and parts sort of organized that way um plastic bags are great because you can write on them cups are great you can write on them you know they're cheap you get them at the dollar store for uh, a dollar and uh you know you don't have to worry about spending 20 bucks on a magnetic tray or whatever to uh keep organized so plastic bags are another one when i was taking apart the jetta that i got the vr6 out of for the cabbie, that was what I used. As, and they're actually all that stuff still in those plastic bags, so um, it keeps you know oil from getting everywhere too. Because I was disassembling the engine, so um, those three are like the three common ways that I think most guys use to keep things labeled. Um, there's also using cardboard. I do that a lot for transmission work. If I'm taking the transmission out of a car, I'll cut a, a square cardboard and just put the bolts in going around just like they do in the bell housing and that uh, that helps out a ton and uh, you know you don't have to remember oh was this bolt three millimeters longer than the other one or was it uh, you know the the, sh the flush end or a rounded end bolt did it have a washer on it didn't it have a washer on it you just put them around like a clock and and you'll be good to go next up is something that's actually pretty new in the grand scheme of things it's been around for a long time for a lot of us but that's um that's taking pictures of stuff um you know newer cell phones hell even older cell phones take pretty dang good pictures um as of right now i'm on a galaxy s4 and it takes incredible pictures and i know you know as as we sort of evolve in our cell phone technologies those are only going to get better and better but Snapping five or six pictures before you start and as you go, um, man, you know, something that guys, guys back in the uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, um, heck, even in the early 2000s would have killed for, you know, you, you hear about older, old timers uh, drawing pictures of a serpentine belt routing and, uh, well, you don't have to do that anymore. You just snap a picture and, uh, and you're good to go. That's also really good for things um, like fuse panels when you're replacing that. There was a recall on Jetta and a couple other Volkswagen fuse panels 
And uh, that's what I would do, even though, you know, I have both fuse panels out on my bench and I can just take one fuse out at a time, I would always snap a picture just in case something weird happened and I had to, uh, you know, I mis misplaced a fuse or whatever. I could always go back and make sure 100% that, um, that I got all the fuses in the right spot. So, um, super, super awesome thing. Uh, next up is remove parts together. Anytime you can take an assembly off and you don't have to take each individual piece off, I try and do it that way. One, it's less work, less nuts and bolts to take off, you know, generally results in a faster repair. Um, plus it's just less things to lose, get lost, misplaced, put bolts back wrong, put, put parts back wrong. Um, if you can take off this much all at once, take it off if, instead of taking each individual piece off. Um, all by itself. Plus it goes back together faster too. Um, there's a couple of other things that um, really lend themselves to making things easy when it comes to putting things back together. A lot of times, especially when you're putting the same parts back on, things have a memory of where they've been. Um, you really see this when it comes to engine wiring harnesses especially. You know, you lay an engine wiring harness out, even though nothing's connected to it, you can usually see that, oh, okay, this connector went here, this connector went here. This one looks like it could go here, but you know, you gotta pull it really tight to get it to plug in. And um, typically, not always, manufacturers don't, don't, uh, don't like to stress engine connectors. So, um, you know, that, that sort of memory really helps out a lot, especially, like I said, when it comes to the world of, uh, world of wiring connectors. You also really want to be, th again, thinking about this disassembly. Um, the way I try and organize parts, and on most jobs it helps me because I'm really organized when I'm putting things back together, but you always have to be thinking about what happens if you get hurt during this job. I mentioned earlier about the transmission thing where I cut a square cardboard and just punch the bolts through the cardboard in, you know, the, basically like a clock so that they always go back in the exact same spot that they, they come out of. Well, there's other guys that can remember, you know, oh, okay, this one goes here, this one goes here. And a lot of times I could too if I really tried, but it's one of those things where if I don't have to worry about this, I generally don't. Um, but, you know, years ago, it was like three years ago, we had a guy go out on medical in the middle of rebuilding a Rutan transmission. Um, I got some pictures. I'll, I'll put a link to the blog post I wrote about it whenever the heck it was. It was a couple years ago. And so, you know, somebody has to go back and put all that stuff back together. Well, it turned out that that somebody was me. And, uh, you know, I had to sort of weave my way through getting this completely disassembled transmission put back together. On top of that, the guy that disassembled the transmission wasn't the guy that took the transmission apart uh, or didn't take the transmission out of the car, excuse me. So we had one guy take it out of the car, one guy disassemble it, and I had to put it back together and put it in the car. Luckily, the guy that took it out of the car did an incredible job of labeling everything. It was perfect. I couldn't have asked for a better job. He probably did a better job than I would have. Um, the guy disassembling the transmission didn't do as good of a job, so that was very challenging, and I wound up having to do it twice because I missed a step, and um, and I had to do it twice, which sucked. Uh, that was really terrible. That was like the most defeating moment of my career when I tried to put that transmission in drive, and it didn't go. Um, 
And, you know, the fun slash funny slash truth about it is we forget where stuff goes. We put stuff back together wrong and have to do it twice. Uh, it happens to me. I know it happens to, I want to say every other tech out there, but I'm sure there's guys that are, you know, insane geniuses that can do it right the first time, every single time, and never have to reroute a cable or, you know, put a different bolt on or, or anything like that. But I would say the majority of us really do forget sometimes and have to go back and do things the right way. Um, and then there's the hacks that don't do it right and don't go back and do it the right way. But um, most of us are, are pretty diligent about getting things put back the right way. There's just some sort of weird feel when, when something's not right. You develop a feel for it and you can kind of tell that uh, th that's not the right way. So we, we do have to go back and fix it because we do forget. All right, guys, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. A um, lot of good stuff. I know I threw it all at you kind of fast. I'm trying to get this video recorded before the GoPro battery dies. <laughs> um, what do you do to keep organized and remember where everything goes? Put your comments in the comment section below, whether it's on the blog or on YouTube. Um, you know, if you got any good advice, share it with the rest of us. We all really appreciate that. All right, real fun stuff to talk about. As always, I encourage you, if you have any questions, comments, or things that you can add to today's episode, head over to the blog and leave them down in the comments of episode 31, either on the audio side or really on the blog side. Either one works fine. You can just search 31 in the search box up at the top right. If you guys are digging on the audio-only version, swing by your favorite podcasting platform and leave it a review. Five stars on iTunes is awesome. Anything less is awesome too. Either way, I really appreciate it. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.